0: You're listening to another life-transforming message from Awakened Church with campuses in San Diego and Salt Lake City. To find out more about us, go to awakenchurch.com. You know, the scripture says in Proverbs 13, 20, if you walk with wise people, you become wise. And if you hang out with fools, your life suffers harm. Your life unravels. It's amazing you get the wrong people away from you. How many good things start happening? One thing I did good because the scripture says you choose your associations wisely is I noticed that when I'm around Matt and Michaela, I'm more passionate about God. I'm more passionate about life. I want to believe bigger. I want to worship. They make me more sensitive to the things that I care about. And I'm really, really grateful for friends that they just don't fondle you, but they forward you. They push you forward. How many of you give our pastors a big old clap? Come on. Thank God you don't fondle me, Matt. You just forward me. That was kind of awkward. After I said it, it just... It was an awkward conversation. You know what I mean? Samuel, I just started to... Yeah, it was just different. You know what I mean? What's that? It just could be the day or whatever. Just an awkward conversation. How many grateful for Samuel, dude? Give him a big old clap. I also want to give honor to Tony and Elisa. Stand up. They have a great magazine. Uh, Get the new issue. I'm in it. My wife and I are in it. It's good. Coming out here a little bit. My wife's with me tonight at my little girls loving kids church. Uh, My wife Katrina, love her. Stand up, baby. Real quick and then I'm done with my commercials. Thank you for giving her love. She works hard. She keeps it all together. 23, this is 24 years on the road. And I usually travel. Last year was a little bit different because of the whole COVID experience. But uh, we usually travel about 200 to 220 days a year. And so we've lived our life, you know, 24 years. I've been on this road in rooms, night in and night out. Some that would be called mainstream. I've spoken Shug Knight's house, the head of you know uh, NWA back in the day. To spoke in the middle of Africa. Been in hospitals where it's 130 degrees and. People are struggling to breathe their last breath. I've had this crazy opportunity in my life. And to see patterns to where people, you know, break through in their life and they shift and they start believing God and things change rapidly. In the middle of Africa, kids with AIDS and people that can't see can all of a sudden see. And then being in America and you think like, man, it would never work here. Being in the back of nightclubs and the power of God, bam, hitting people and people just getting touched like you know, 24 years of seeing Jesus be amazing. I'm tempted here for a minute. I want to talk. I want to speak. And then I want to pray for people too. Give me a second. I'm buying time. It's like a commercial. Give me about 10 seconds here for a minute. I'm just looking at my pretty white teeth. I will say this. And let me say this. John four forty-eight says this unless you people see signs, wonders, and miracles, you will by no means believe. Jesus said miracles are necessary. In fact, let me say this. A miracle is a supernatural intervention of God into the natural affairs of men. It changes the way you engage with life. Come on. Jesus said, if I don't do the works of my Father, don't believe the words that I tell you. America has settled for a gospel that likes to talk and likes to entertain rather than engage and bring healing. Been in about 46 countries. Anybody can take a black book and say, You're God's God. You better be able to show up and be a proof producer in most countries. Or they say, All you got is another religion. The Bible says Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that means that the things that I see in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, he will do today. When I was here last time, there was a woman that she was, I think in November, she'd been blind in her left eye. She went and got a report. She sent that back in. Jesus restored her sight. No one even prayed for just in the middle of the audience. We watched two people deaf since birth get their hearing right over here in the middle of a moment. Why do you say that? Because I, I, I can motivate. I I'm do, I'll do that a little bit tonight. But I feel like God wants to help people tonight. I feel like people in this room tonight are really, really hurting. And people are struggling. And you need God to touch you. You don't need to learn more about Him. Come on. I don't need to study more about God. Sometimes I just need to serve people, God, and give people an experience. In fact, if you make Je- Jesus' ministry your own, you'll see yourself as a turnaround specialist. You look at impossibility as an opportunity, not something to walk away from, but something to run towards. In fact, if you're a believer, impossibility should never dwell in your vocabulary. If you ever wanna know if my mind is really renewed as the scripture says, you'll look at impossible situations and they'll become logical like, oh, this is an opportunity for God. You talk to most people like, oh my gosh, you could have this happen, or that could happen, or this could happen. They always give you the negative report. The scripture says days are made evil. The word evil is sick, sinful, and impoverished. When Jesus said, Deliver us from evil, Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 and 10, the Lord's Prayer, if you ever study the words on there, it's ponos, paneros, and penis. It means evil, it means sinfulness, sickness, and poverty. So when Jesus said, I want to deliver people from evil, he's thinking, I want people free from sickness, I want people free from impoverishment, I want people free from these things. I don't want a gospel that tries to survive these things. I want my good news to free people from these things. Come on, this is going to be really good for a minute. So Jesus believed in his product. He said, I go about doing good on the planet. It's amazing when you set your mind on doing good, how much bad you can eliminate from your life. He went about doing good, Acts 10, 38, and bringing healing to those that were oppressed of the devil. I've never seen before in America how much oppression is unraveling the way people think. They're not considering destiny anymore. Come on. Their past is now stopping their present. Come on, somebody. They're letting blind people proofread their vision. The scary thing is if you don't reach for what's before you, you'll die behind what's behind you. That's a tweetable moment. That was actually a really good thing. If you don't reach for what's before you, you'll always die by by what's behind you. We have so much oppression that's keeping people wondering and wandering and amazed where life's doing something with them rather than them doing something with life. As lamentation says, we're not considering destiny anymore. Come on. Because we're overwhelmed, we don't see who we are. We're just trying to, what's the government going to do? What's this guy going to do? What's that woman going to do? Come on. At some point, we got to reclaim the life that we were meant to live. Come on. The life that God put you on the planet for. If you study in the beginning, and I'm just paraphrasing, God created man in his image. And then after he created him for relationship, he created him for rulership. Man was never meant to be a slave. That's why you don't feel good in bondage. That's why you don't feel good depressed. Come on. That's why you don't feel good if you're hooked on something. There's something inside us that goes, wait a second. I know I was meant to be free. Come on. Inside of us, we're like a caterpillar. you got two species living in your body. One crawls and the other one flies. Come on. The caterpillar dies a bug if he doesn't break out of the cocoon. If we're not careful, come on. We'll let a cocoon of the world around us keep us in, and we'll crawl and spend our life crawling. Rally and watch, struggling to push out. Struggle's not a bad thing. Struggle is proof you haven't been conquered. That's a freaking gold nugget right there. Why do you say that? Because a battle and warfare surround the birth of every miracle. The enemy always has a, he always brings an attack to kill something at its infancy. He always wants to stop something at its origin and a beginning. When you step into this year, it's a year that's marked by the favor of God for you. Oh, that sounds so nice. That sounds very Joel Osteen-ish. I like Joel. He's the happiest guy on the planet. Come on. If Disneyland's the happiest place, Joel's the happiest guy. But no wonder, come on, 20 days in, you're already seeing people with their heads down. Come on. It's tough to think. Am I going to be able to make it? Is this going to even work? Come on. I believe that God tonight wants to break people out of that oppression. I believe that there's a spirit of sadness that's about to leave a lot of people's lives. I've never said that in my whole life. There is a spirit of sadness that's about to be broken off of you and your family. And God's about to restore the joy of your salvation I prophesy tonight to you that the places you've known shame God's about to restore your name he's about to restore fortunes before people's eyes in here Ooh, this is going to be good for a minute somebody, uh, I need somebody who's got breathing problems, you've had asthma and you've had a tough time breathing lift your hand, where are you? Can you run down here like you're the contestant on The Price is Right? Oh my gosh, here she comes. I think Bob Barker was the better host. How long have you had breathing problems? Do you have tightness in your chest tonight? You do walking and stuff like that? Sinuses, you can just. Okay. Close your eyes for a minute. I want you all to stretch your hands towards this really nice woman and just walk with me for a minute. Okay? I'm gonna pull you into my world. See things can happen. When you hang out in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John in the Bible and you read it out loud, Jesus' words start to get in your mentality. When a mentality gets inside, you get a revelation. That revelation can start giving you conviction. Come on. And when you have conviction, you got movement. Not we'll try, not let's see. You start, you start changing things in your life. When you got a conviction, you can cook. Come on, somebody. Mama can cook a lot better. When you get a revelation, come on, that God's for you, that Jesus is a healer, things change. Not only does it change you, it changes everybody in your space. look at me for a minute, open your, oh watch lift your hands, Jesus if you're anywhere around the neighborhood take a deep breath in, I will not push you because this, I don't, I'm not into the whole falling idea, I'm into the healing idea I command your lungs to open, a creative miracle to flow through your lungs and the left lobe, I see your left lobe I see the left lobe of your lung you're going to feel a warmth go through that area one, two, three, go through there thank you Jesus what just happened? Take a deep breath. What just happened? What just happened? I just feel like kind of like a a little shaky, but not warm. A little shaky. Take a deep breath. Didn't that feel good? There's free health care here. It's awesome. You don't got to pray a premium or anything. Jesus is a healer, He's your healer. He'll be your healer 24 7. I see the left lobe he's bringing healing into that area thank you Jesus for doing that you're going to notice a big difference why did you come up same reason just a little bit you just want a little bit of healing or a lot of healing you want all kinds of healing here, cl- here, just give me your hand Jesus if you're anywhere around the neighborhood she's all nervous she don't need to be though God's for you and all these people are for you and we're all in agreement that Jesus is your healer and by his stripes you're healed let healing flow into her body Command her lungs to open Lord I pray this would be a breakthrough moment for her and that Lord her breathing would go back to normal and also we lift off every bit of oppression that cloud that's been over you for the last three months I break that thing's power And that says that you're not worthless and there's no place for you, that you're unseen. That's a lie, and I break that freaking thing off you. I thank you, God, that this is your daughter and you're proud of her. And I thank you for the love and the dignity and the honor and the beauty that's on her. I thank you for it in Jesus' name. I thank you for healing her. Take a deep breath. Watch how good you feel. What just happened? Happened? Nothing. You didn't feel anything? Okay, that's all right. You don't have to feel any to be healed. When I prayed for you, did you sense anything inside of your body? Did you sense anything in your heart? Okay. Okay. Well, God, I thank you for meeting that need. Stretch your hands towards her for a minute. She don't need to sit. Lord we thank you for bringing healing to her tonight to her family. Yes. Her sons in the hospital stretch her hands towards her. Lord turn it around for him. Turn it around for him. Let a creative miracle right now the creative miracle peeling power of God flow into her son's mind heart and body and let every plan of satan be fail against his life i cancel satan's plans come on we it's written whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven jesus gave you authority come on use it for a minute use it for a minute if somebody broke into your house and you had a gun hopefully you wouldn't sit there and just use words come on you have authority in his name he's the name above every name there's nothing that has to, There's no, nothing bigger than his name. Every other name has to submit to his name. In Jesus' name. Tonight we cancel the plans of Satan against your son and against your family. And I pray tonight healing would come to him. Restoration would come to him. And Lord, things would be made new. We thank you for this great mom. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for coming up. Awesome. 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 Well, wait, I thought you were going to pray for her and then kind of ended up her son. Come on. How many came because family members tonight, they need a breakthrough in your family? Just raise your hands. Just keep your hands up for a minute. If your family members need, you need God to intervene tonight. Okay, there's a lot of people. If you see someone with a hand up, just put your hand on their shoulder. Let's just pray for them for a second. If they're close to you, put your hand on them. Come on, I want you to pray for them just for a minute and we'll go back. This will be a really good meeting, I promise you. Lord, we pray for miracles and breakthroughs over family members. Come on. I want you to pray. Let me hear you pray for a minute. Lord, we pray for healing tonight over their family members, healing over their minds, healing over their bodies. We pray for healing tonight, Lord. I pray restoration of their finances, their opportunities. We pray that people that are tormented tonight would be healed. People that are bound by addictions tonight would find freedom. We pray tonight that people, Lord, tonight that are struggling, I pray, to think, struggling to believe, struggling to have hope tonight, that hope would be restored in our families, I pray. We pray that every plan of Satan would be broken against our families tonight. In the name of Jesus, we plead the blood of Jesus over our family members. Come on. We plead the blood of Jesus. The Bible says we overcome by the power of Jesus' blood and the power of our word. Come on, let me hear your voice for a minute. Pray for them. We plead the blood of Jesus and we break every plan of the enemy against your family. And we pray every lost family member would be saved. Every sick family member would be made whole. Come on. Every family member that's looking for a job, they would find one. Because of our prayer right now, Father, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, Amen, amen Amen, amen Come on, give the Lord a clap and a shout there for a minute In 20 minutes, watch Who has pain in your neck, on the left hand side of your neck? Left hand side of your neck You do? Okay, keep here Run say, why do you do this? Why would you leave professional baseball to do this? I had a good paying career. Come on. I speak for a lot of great organizations and companies and why would you just put yourself on the line like this? How can you not? Once you get around Jesus, how can you decide just to be a watcher of people in pain? Hang out with Jesus and go. Oh, that sucks to be you. Come on. There's something inside that. If I get around Jesus enough, that goes. I'm not okay watching people suffer. I'm not okay watching people just struggle. I'm not okay. My purpose in my life is to live the Jesus style. You might have many careers, but we all got the same assignment. Come on, to know Jesus and to bring Jesus's life and Jesus's hope and His healing power to hurting humanity. You might be a mom. You might be a CEO. You might be a worship leader, you might be a preacher. If you are a Jesus person, we all got the same assignment to get to know Jesus and bring him to your world. Come on. Why? Because this is not all there is. Come on. At some point, we're gonna step, you know, you're gonna take your last breath and step in eternity. It won't be what man says about your life that will count, it'll be what God says about your life. And he's only gonna ask you two questions. What did you do with Jesus, and what did you do with what I gave you? The first question will determine where you spend eternity. God doesn't send people to hell. People choose to go there. You either accept Him or reject Him. Come on. But when you accept Him, He makes you as righteous as you'll ever be. No religious performance can make you as righteous as Jesus' blood when you receive the power of His cross. But then he says, what do you do with what I gave you? you got gifts, talents, and abilities. I don't know about you. I don't want to see, I don't want him to say, Rex, you sat on it. You let fear and intimidation talk you out of using it. You buried your assets. Come on, somebody. You sat on your assets. You put your comfort before your calling. You let other people's opinions determine what you did. You didn't live for my glory and honor. You live for man's approval. Jesus said, if you want to follow me, you have to seek the honor that comes from God, not from man. If we're not careful, the American church always wants the approval of man. I found some things. I'll get to her. Don't worry about it. Watch. Look at me like all eyes on me like Tupac said. Watch. If you want the approval of God, sometimes you got to not just watch. you got to be willing to carry a cross that says I'm not going to please man. Jesus, redeem me so I could serve God. I could please God with my life. I want to lay my life back down on an altar. As a church, as a human being, as a minister, as a Christian, I need to have an altar that has some fire on it again. Oh, this isn't a sexy message. The sexy message is just talking about your dream, talking about your money coming in. God takes pleasure in your prosperity But he wants your person before he wants your prosperity. Oh, I know, this isn't the sexy message, I know. Leviticus 6 says daily they had to bring a sacrifice and put it on the altar. They had to put some oil on the altar so it burned perpetually. You are now the place that God wants to dwell. And God doesn't want you to be a dimly burning wick. This isn't the time to step back. The Bible says when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of God will raise up a standard. Look at our American church. We build monuments around old-time people. You're the God of Moses. Oh, you're the God of David that knocked out the Goliath. He is. Come on. You're the God that shut the fire, shut the lines, in that fiery thing with and turned that fire off with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He did. But that was then. History needs a story. There remains a distance between what is and what is. This is the back story. You're his current story. Watch. Watch. At some point, at some point, At some point, i got to say, Jesus, here's my hands. Jesus, here's my heart beat through it. Here's my heart love through it. Here's my face. Speak through it and smile through it. Here's my hands. Heal through it. It's not what man says about my life. It's what God says about my life. In a world, in a political structure, where men are anointing each other and saying that you are king, you are king. No, i got a word for you. The Bible says Jesus will build his church. The gates of hell shall not prevail. The Bible says that all the authority is given to Jesus. And now he's transmitted it to you. But you don't have any intimacy. You don't got no power. You can't win on the battleground if you don't got some holy ground. Well, praise God, I got a great goal for my life. I'm going to make a lot of money, build a great business. I love all that if you're using your, your gifts for the purpose of God. But if it's to build your own empire, if it's to build your own thing, I think mean, we missed the point. You can't serve God and mammon. God wants your heart. God wants your mind. Come on. He said, love me with all your heart. Love me with all your mind. Love me with all your passion. Sometimes I've asked God before, why do you show up for me? I went into a hospital room. A young man OD'd. There's about eight or nine beds all around. I prayed for every one of them. The one young man I led to the Lord, and he went to eternity. But every next day, I called and asked how the other people were doing. Every single one of them was let go. They all came back to their right mind, and they were off comas. It's a true story. Off tubes, every single one of them. Happened in Whittier, California, Presbyterian Hospital. A guy from Disney took me in there to pray for this one guy and all the other people they got completely healed. I said, God why do you show up? He says, you're willing to do things that I tell you to do where a lot of people aren't willing to go there because they want the approval of man and they're addicted to man's approval more than they are addicted to my approval. And I'm not shedding light on myself. I'm just saying if we want to see what Jesus saw, we got to walk like Jesus walked. Jesus walked with a cross and he walked with a cause. Oh, this isn't the popular Christian message right now. I know. Well, brother, I just want to hear the four steps to joy. Here You want a four step to joy? 85% of what you feel emotionally is all related to the conversation you have going on in your mind all the time. If you'll take charge of the words you speak, a man has joy by the answer of his mouth, not by his circumstance. My innermost being rejoices when my lips speak prosperous things. Oh, I'm still going to help you watch. That's what the Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let the weak say that I'm strong. The Bible says, call those things that be not as though they are. If you keep calling them the way they are, don't expect them to change. You keep calling yourself ugly, don't expect people to be be attracted to you. You You keep calling yourself fat, don't expect to lose the weight. There's a dynamic that plays out in your life all day long and it shapes the quality of your life, success or failure. Whatever follows your I am comes looking for you. I am, fill in the blanks. I'm overweight, I'm old. If you're old, come on, wrinkles come looking for you. oldness comes chasing you down and you know what husbands and wives stop telling your spouse how unattractive you are they've given their life to be your partner and your mate and they see beauty inside you stop demoralizing yourself see the devil can't curse you he's got to get you to curse yourself let the redeemed of the Lord say so somebody needs to change their say so let the weak say they're strong. God knows you got weakness, but he says prophesy some life and some strength to you. What if you started getting up in the morning saying, I am anointed by God. I am redeemed. I'm accepted. I'm enough. I'm qualified. Come on. The favor of God's on my life. I'm healthy. I'm strong. I'm talented. I'm creative. You can't walk with God and talk the opposite of what he says. He says. Two cannot walk together unless they're agreed. The word agreed means to say the same thing as. Oh, this is powerful. Why? Because the enemy is working so hard in American's church to take the word of God out of our heart. He wants us to be emotionally sense-driven by our feelings and senses. You have feelings. They belong to you. You're not them. Slap your neighbor, say you're not your feelings. Stop getting your feelings to qualify if you got faith. Your faith has nothing to do with feeling. Your faith only has something to do with the word of God. some point, your word's got to get inside of your heart. The devil knows he can make you live like a schizophrenic. That you will be bipolar if he can steal this word inside of your heart. God's not bound to honor your feelings. He's bound to confirm his word with signs and wonders. Watch. See, you think you're fighting Satan all the time. No, you're not. The Bible says fight the good fight of faith. That's the only fight for a believer. The only thing the enemy's trying to take is your fight and your faith. Your faith is contingent upon to the degree of the word of God. The amount of faith you got dependent on how much word you got in you. where you consider circumstances and feelings and things rather than what God said. But Proverbs says this, attend to my words, incline your ear to my sayings. Don't let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. My words are life to those that find them, healing and health to their flesh. Attend to God's word. How do you do that? On a constant basis for me, he's always speaking about the word and what the word's gonna do. Thank you, God, your word is meeting all my needs according to riches and glory. Thank you that your word is leading me in paths of righteousness for your name's sake. Thank you that your word is working in my life. Thank you that your word is restoring health to my body. Thank you that your word is being confirmed in my family. Oh, we're not conscious of that. Well, it's not the feeling. You're not what you feel. You're what you decide. You could be angry and horny in about one minute. How are you gonna have a strong, sturdy life living by how you feel? We're called to walk by faith, not by feeling. Slap the person next to you, say take back your faith. Come on. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our locations, team, and what we do here at Awakened Church, go to awakenchurch.com.